0: Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We come from scattered lives to meet with God. Let us recognise his presence with us. Welcome in the name of Christ. God's grace, mercy and peace be with you.
1: And, and also with you.
0: Welcome to our service this morning from Holy Nativity Church in North Halifax. We are the parish of Mixenden and Illingworth. You join us as a community for worship. We're here mostly with our youth group this morning. Um, We are coming together as a community after um, the last couple of weeks where something terrible happened, our school burnt down and so we're praying and worshipping together in the midst of what has been a difficult time for us as a community. That's going to be something that we come back to later on in the service, how we respond in difficult times. At the beginning of our service, we always begin by lighting a candle, and Ivy is going to do that for us. She assures me that she is now big enough to do that without her mummy, so she's going to light us this candle which reminds us that God is always present with us. Perfect. Thank you very much. Shall we pray? Father God, we come before you this morning and we pray that you'd send your spirit upon us. And we pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, your son, our Lord. Amen. So now, loving God, we have come to worship you. Help us to pray to you in faith, to sing your praise with gratitude and to listen to your word with eagerness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. So brothers and sisters, as we prepare to celebrate, let us call to mind our sins. Come, let us return to the Lord and say, Lord, our God, in our sin we have avoided your call. Our love for you is like a morning cloud, like the dew that goes away early. Have mercy on us, deliver us from judgment, bind up our wounds and revive us. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So may God our Father forgive us our sins and bring us to the fellowship of his table with his saints forever. Amen. Let's pray. Almighty Father, whose Son was revealed in majesty before he suffered death upon the cross, give us grace to perceive his glory, that we may be strengthened to suffer with him and be changed into his likeness, from glory to glory, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit. One God, now and forever. Amen. We're now going to have our readings.
1: A reading from the book of Exodus. Moses came down from Mount Sinai. As he came down from the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant in his hand, Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone, because he had been talking with God. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, the skin of his face was shining. And they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them. And Aaron and all the leaders of the congregation returned to him. And Moses spoke with them. Afterwards all the Israelites came near. And he gave them in commandment all that the Lord had spoken with him on Mount Sinai. When Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would take off the veil. Until he came out, and when he came out and told the Israelites what he had been commanded, the Israelites would see the faces of Moses, that the skin of his face was shining, and Moses would put the veil on again, until he went in to speak with him. This is the word of the Lord.
2: Thanks Thanks be to God.
3: Gospel of of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke
2: Glory Glory to you,
0: O Lord
3: Now about eight days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray and while he was praying the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white suddenly they saw two men Moses and Elijah talking to him They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions companions were weighed down with sleep but since they had stayed awake they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. While they he while he was saying this this cl- a cloud came up and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. When when the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent, and in those days told no one any of the things they had seen. This is is the gospel of our Lord. Praise
0: Praise to you, O Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 This morning, we're going to be talking about three men going up a mountain with Jesus. And whilst we're doing that, we're going to be building this gazebo. But I tell you what, whilst we're doing that, I'll probably need to talk to you people from my office back at home. Mm. What we're talking about whilst we're putting together that gazebo is Moses going up a mountain and Jesus taking some of his friends up a mountain. And we're talking about going to places that we find we meet with God. We find ourselves closer to God's presence. I wonder if you have a place that you think of when you are thinking about places where you've met God. Maybe it's somewhere you've been on pilgrimage or a building we often think of holy places and holy spaces as being the the big places like cathedrals, the places where in the ancient world we would have been told take off your shoes you're standing on holy ground places where we've come together and we have piled up great big buildings made of rock that are just a monument to how great and glorious God is. In the ancient world they used to climb up mountains and climb up hills and believe that they were getting closer to God's presence And so we find this morning that Moses has gone up a mountain and he's been in God's presence and he comes down with his face glowing. We find that the disciples go up the hill and they go with Jesus and they meet with these holy people. We find people going up mountains to special places where they feel closer and meet with God, where God is more acutely in their presence. Well, as you can see, we're in a state church. We were built in the 50s, and we don't even have stained glass windows. We have clear glass that you can see straight out into the street. You can see straight across the road to the school. This is our holy place. This is the place where we come together as a community, where we meet each week, and we commune with God and commune with each other. One of the things that I love about being part of the church is that we are there embedded into a community. We're there at times of celebration and we're there at times of tragedy. When things go wrong in a community, it's often the place that people turn. We are the place where people come to find God in their midst. So this morning, we are there with our youth group as we ask the question, now are we bringing people into the presence of God and building a tent for them to sit underneath? And with that in mind, let's go back to church just like that, we're back in church. Now, the thing is, I can completely understand where Peter's coming from. I have a lot of sympathy for what Peter was saying that day. He was there in the presence of these holy people. He was there in the presence of Jesus. He was there in the presence of Moses. He was there in the presence of Elijah. And I can completely understand wanting to be there forever. I love going into holy places. I love going on pilgrimage. I love going and discovering more of who God is as I worship. And sometimes I find myself wanting to be there forever. I don't know what holy places you think of when you think of a holy place. The place that I remember most is when I used to go through Durham Cathedral every morning on my way to college. And I used to sit there in this holy place, these ancient stones that had been built in honor and glory of God. And it would be so easy for me to just get lost completely in worship and sit there for the entire day day after day after day. I can completely understand why Peter wanted to build three dwelling places, to put up three tents and say, let's stay here forever. Each week we come here at Holy Nativity and we gather around this, our altar. This is where God meets us in bread and wine. This is where God comes into our midst and where we come into the presence of God. It's where we commune with each other and where we commune with God. And I could completely understand just wanting to stay in those holy places forever. But the thing is that when Moses went up that mountain, he went back changed. He went down that mountain having met with God. He came down that mountain with his face glowing, with his face shining. It's why we have halos on all our stained glass He came down that mountain changed. He had been given the law, he had been given those stone tablets and it transformed him and it transformed the community around him. And Peter, James and John have gone up that mountain with Jesus into that holy presence. And the thing about that is, they're then being encouraged to go back into the world, having been transformed, having been changed, having witnessed the transfiguration and go back into their community, back into the world, because they have things to do. As a church, we're all called to different places with our own gifts. In some places like ours, you might find yourself running a food bank. In others, you'll be running a lunch club or a toddler group. God is sending them back out into the world as agents of change, of transformation, And that's what he does for us as we leave his presence each Sunday morning. In the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So let us declare our faith in God. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. As I mentioned at the beginning of this service, we have been praying together as a community through what has been quite a trying time, as our school burnt down. During the course of the last few weeks, a lot of the children have been coming over to um, Holy Nativity, and we have been praying together. So during our intercessions, you will see a few of our pupils who will be uh, writing on prayer flags, they will be lighting candles, and we will be praying together. So now, let's pray.
4: Let us pray. God of glory, we thank you for our communities, for those who freely give time and experience to lead and serve, for those who create community by setting up groups, supporting young and old, providing space for creativity, for exercise, for friendship, for hospitality. May we support where we can and teach us how to build community with whatever we have, whether bricks or straw, or bricks of gold Lord in your mercy hear our prayer God of glory we give thanks for our school communities we pray that our schools be places where discoveries are made aspirations are raised and dreams are nurtured a place where children study and a place where they learn to cherish and support one another and grow in surrounded adults compassionate to others and themselves. We pray for teachers, support staff, governors, and all those dedicated to nurturing our children and young people. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of glory, we give thanks for those who serve our communities and keep us safe. We pray for all those who put themselves in harm's way, for the fire service, for the police, for those who rescue on land or sea, for social workers, health workers, and all those who lead and serve invaluable yet vulnerable roles. May they feel your protection and strength in all they do. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of glory, we particularly pray for communities who are struggling at this time, communities who feel left behind, who feel they are missing out or who feel forgotten by the successful and the prosperous. We pray that they know that you have not forgotten them. We give thanks for their resilience and ingenuity, for local leadership and a spirit of resurrection. We pray for the many acts of transformation, great and small, that give shape and life to these communities. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of glory. You send the church down the mountain and into the world. You call us to be committed to the flourishing of every community. May our churches be a blessing to the communities around them, identifying needs, recognizing talents, harnessing energies, meeting challenges, and celebrating successes. As we serve, may the love of Christ be seen, may the Spirit of God transform. And may the glory of God shine like a beacon in every place. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of the Church, hear our prayer and make us one in heart and mind to serve you with joy forever.
1: Amen. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, heaven. hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, come. your Your will be done
0: Thank you very much for joining us this morning from Holy Nativity Church. It has been wonderful to have you with us. Let's pray for God's blessing. May the Lord bless you and watch over you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look kindly on you and give you his peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, who is Father, Son and Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you, those you love and those you pray for, today and every day. Amen. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In In the the name name of Christ. Christ. Amen. Thanks for coming.